Well, I'm Paul. And I'm Nick. And this is Serial. Serial! 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 Back in the General Mills camp today, uh, talking about one of the most popular, most well-known cereals in the entire world, Cheerios. 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 That's what the Lost Boys ate it. Peter Pan's Lost Boys, right? Yeah, Peter Pan's Lost Boys. Like, right. it's like, hey, uh, who's that? Rufy. Oh, what's he eating for breakfast? Cheerios. <laughs> God, that's a great movie. Super underrated, I feel like. (laughs) Hook, man. All right, so anyway, um, Cheerios, released in 1941 by the General Mills cereal company called Cheerios. And then they dropped, yeah, they dropped the oats at the end in 1945. Cheerios. Because just people were just tired of pronouncing the last thing. They're O's. Just just think of the O's. Well, it's funny when you look at when you look at the spelling of Cheerios. It's a capital C, capital O. So I wonder if it was just like Cheerios, 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 oh, Cheerios. You know how everyone is uh, shortening everything. Maybe this was this was the the start of the trend. Yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, that's perfect. No, 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 that's perf. So what are you having for Brex, Cheerios? You know, in Australia they call it brekkie. Breakfast. They call breakfast brekkie. Yeah, brekkie. Everywhere you get you get brekkie. Like they have a brekkie menu. How do they spell it? Is it like B R E A K Y? B R E K K I E. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> Australians do a lot of things right, man. Okay, so <laughs> so what happens if, if a guy going to a Star Trek convention in Australia is having his first meal of the day? <sighs> Come on, man. <laughs> I'll leave that for the audience to uh, decide. No, it's a Trekkie Brekkie. <laughs> couldn't let them have it. I couldn't, couldn't let them. I couldn't do it. Oh, couldn't no. do it. Um, so it's a toasted whole grain oat cereal. Uh, and I, I, I've seen these commercials lately, but I guess it wasn't technically gluten-free, even though it was oat, I guess, from the, assemb- uh, the manufacturing process. But as of February of 2015, it is gluten-free oats. <laughs> It works. So it's 100% oat. Mm. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, it is the number one variety of cereal in the United States. Wow. Really? The Cheerios brand is worth $1 billion. Wow. Well, pretty much every kid eats Cheerios. Oh, not me. I hated Cheerios. <laughs> no, I mean, okay, let me rephrase. Like baby, like toddler, right? Oh, yeah. No, I hated Cheerios even when I was a kid. Yeah. I never had. I, we weren't a big Cheerios family. Mm, yeah. We were, we were big on flakes. We had the frosted flakes. Big yeah. on flakes. Small we were a Kellogg's family. Yeah, big yeah, time. Yeah, Kellogg's. Yeah, I think okay. that's too. So you've got, <laughs> the, within that, the top flavors, right, are honey nut, regular, multi-grain. Those are the top three in that order. Mm. Um, so it has an interesting history. So you know, it came out in the 40s, and in the 60s, it was big time uh, in the Jay Ward cartoon world. And Jay Ward is the guy that did the original Rocky and Bullwinkle. Right. So they, you know, so Bullwinkle uh, and Rocky. 
hawked uh, Cheerios for years. And then Cheerios also sponsored a show, uh, a Jay Ward cartoon show called Hibbity Hooper, which like, it was a talking frog. But he's got like that very distinctive, you know, Rocky and Bullwinkle artist style. So it was the Cheerios, it was like Cheerios, Hibbity, <laughs> Hoppity Hooper, brought to you by Cheerios. <laughs> wow. Like and that was in the mid 60s. And then this other mascot who I, I am not aware of any of these. They had the Cheerios kid. What? They had get, a mascot? Yeah, they, he would get like a superpower from eating Cheerios. Like like Popeye and spinach? I guess so, yeah. Um, but they, so lately, you know, they've sort of gone away from the mascot part of for original Cheerios. And they sort of have like, you know, a lot more of the health campaigns, uh, like heart health, lowering your cholesterol, low sugar, that kind of stuff. So within their different brands, they have all this different marketing. But original Cheerios has become a little more, it's like Spielberg is directing all of the Cheerios commercials. And it's like, we want you to cry, Paul. You're going to cry. You're going to cry at this commercial. And I'm like, God, darn it. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to do it. Oh, the kid just doesn't want daddy to have another heart attack. Oh, you win. (laughs) Can't take it anymore. Uh, You know, Cheerios, like I said, was not one of my favorite meals as a kid. Like growing up, it was uh, what I didn't like about Cheerios was that it wasn't sweet. uh, Mm -hmm. And uh, it was hard to like put the sugar on top of like, you know, flakes, you, you, you can put sugar on top and you know, it would, pro- it would stay with the flake, but with Cheerios falls right through. Cause you know, it's all whole. So like, it would just be sweetening the milk really mm-hmm. rather than actually sweetening the cereal. So yeah, I never really got on board with Cheerios until <gasps> we'll talk about it. Okay. Until apple cinnamon Cheerios. Oh my God. Those are, I have them in my pantry right now. I they love them. Are the best. And it was that was the that was the moment when I was like I can get on board with any Cheerio. <laughs> you know, speak. Oh, okay, I'm just gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. But you know what really renewed my interest in Cheerios was Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh yeah, sure. That makes because sense. you wanted to do that slow motion. The dad don't eat me every time you had to bite a cereal. <laughs> but then you buy the cereal and you're like, God, the cereal sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, got, it's just like eating so cardboard. So bland. Uh, now as an adult, though, like I'll eat Cheerios. It's like, good. I'm good with Cheerios. Like, well, I'll even eat multi-grain Cheerios. Like, I just need more. I need more grains. I need. I need more than just oats. I need many more grains in my. In my. That's how old I am now. I. I think that I require more grains in my Cheerios, which is already a pretty boring cereal. I need more boring grains. Cheerios is definitely my go-to. Like if I'm staying at a hotel for work or something, it's like, no, oh, well, you can't go wrong with the Cheerios. Yeah. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do the flavor rundown, and button. This is a chronological flavor rundown. All right, hit me. Cheerios, 1941. Mm. Enter the flavor dry spell. <laughs> 1976. 1976? They were riding uh, bland <laughs> Cheerios for 30 oh, years? It's a winner, kid. I tell you, it's a winner. Cinnamon Nut Cheerios. It okay. comes out in 1976. I don't, I don't know anything about that flavor. But then... The Grail, the Saving Grace, the Mother of All Cheerios, 1979. Honey Nut Cheerios is released. 
that right there is your number one best-selling individual cereal in America is Honey Nut Cheerios. Is that right? That's what the numbers say. I looked at I confirmed it three times. Honey Nut Cheerios is the number one cereal in America. That's bananas. It's good, but I don't feel like it's number one good. No. Well, here's the thing that I've always felt about Honey Nut Cheerios is that Honey Nut Cheerios is like – it's almost like its own separate entity. Like mm-hmm. the rest of the Cheerios brands are basically – like if you look at their branding or the, just the box, like they all pretty much look the same. Like mm-hmm. Apple Cinnamon Cheerios sometimes has a, like a kooky 80s vibe to it. But like every mm. every other Cheerios brand has got like – you know, the Cheerios in that same font and it, it has the same kind of look. The, the cereal's in the same place. Like, it, all the boxes look exactly the same. Honey Nut Cheerios, though, is just like its own separate entity. Like, almost like they were ready to spin off Honey Nut Cheerios on its own. They're going <laughs> to IPO Honey Nut Cheerios. <laughs> and they, it's the only one that's still got a mascot. It's the only one that's got like a, you know, that, that golden brown box. Yeah, it's just uh, it, the the cereal bowl looks completely different from the other Cheerios bowls. Mm-hmm. It's uh, yeah, it's always been its own separate thing. Yep, you're absolutely right. I mean, you you the the big thing you called out is like the way they treat the word Cheerios in all those other flavors. It's like Cheerios is the central point of just the text, whereas Honey Nut Cheerios, it's almost like. You know, Honey Nut is almost as big as the Cheerio part. Mm-hmm. I have to give them kudos for staying with that late 70s, early 80s, like burnt brown, uh, like harvest you know, gold in the uh-huh. burnt brown color scheme. It looks like my mother's kitchen when I was growing up. <laughs> Just the, the color of the box could – you could put that down on the counter. It would disappear into the kitchen because it just blend in with the color palette. Right, yeah. And they've held tight to it, man. Well, don't fix what's not broken. I mean, it's good for – for the Cheerios people. I mean, yeah. they know what they got there. So they got the B. He was voiced by the same guy for for years. This, this guy's name was Arnold Stang, and he came from like the radio world, and he did all this you know, stuff uh, in Hollywood in the 50s and 60s, and he was a big radio guy. And he was the voice of the B. And give me some B lines. What he used to say is like uh, – uh, they're magically delicious. No, no. I keep wanting to say, follow your nose, but yeah, that's, that's too can't Sam. He would always say like, oh, I don't remember. All I know are the new ones, which are be brutal. healthy, be happy, be healthy. Yeah. That was a good one right there. So now, you know, who does the B now? Who? Think about it. Think about who it kind of, sound- you're going to be like, oh, when I tell you, but he's, who does he sort of sound like? Who does he sort of sound like other cartoon characters? Hint. Is it Tom Kenny? Does Tom Kenny do it? No. Oh, because it like, sounded like SpongeBob to me. Oh, that would be <laughs> that would be awesome if he did a guest appearance for a campaign. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's Billy West, Doug Funny. Oh, he does sound like Doug Funny. Yeah, and um, uh, God, I'm the worst now. The future, well, all the yeah. Futurama voices. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Futurama, right? Dear Journal, I'll show ye. You want to start the day with something heart healthy and delicious? So he does the B now. And let me tell you something. Uh, kudos to the brand. They're doing a great job. You know, who am I to detract for, for what works? But the Nelly tie-in. Oh, the worst. That was oh. an abysmal failure. What are you doing, Honey Nut yeah. Cheerios? Just stick with what you got. Don't let Nelly put his Band-Aid on things for you. It's like, <laughs> come on, man. 
that was a terrible idea, and I'm glad that they quickly turned that around. Like, I saw those boxes in stores for like a week, and then they were gone. It must be the honey. Kudos to Nelly for uh, for bringing back that song that's like a thousand years old and like <laughs> making more money off of it. But come on, Honey Nut Cheerios. Like, again, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And you're yeah. trying to fix it. All right, so he's wearing like a black tracksuit and it's got like sparkles in it. And he's got these sunglasses on. Like when Cartman is a cop in that episode of South Park, like these high mirror blue. And on his shirt, it says MBTH. Must oh, be the honey. Must be the honey. Yeah. Must oh. Be the honey. oh, and then there was a, a free download. Wow, man. Good job, Nelly. Yeah, but bad job, Cheerios. For, uh, <laughs> bad job, for Cheerios. That. Bad Cheerios. Nice bad job, Cheerios. McCann. Um, all right, so you got 1979 Honey Nut Cheerios. And I mean, enter the second uh, flavor drought here. I mean, they, they got these three flavors now. Honey Nut Cheerios are kicking ass. 1988, bam, apple cinnamon Cheerios. Stop making flavors. We're done. Don't do it anymore, guys. Apple cinnamon Cheerios. You you finished. <sighs> you are done. Now, even though I know we've talked about this before, but I mean, I, I don't hate Apple Jacks, but I think what people expect Apple Jacks to taste like, Apple Cinnamon Cheerios actually taste like. Exactly. I, I talked about before how Apple Jacks makes my mouth feel like sin and like <laughs> that is eating me from the inside. Uh-huh. But I always expect to bite into Apple Jacks and, and taste Apple Cinnamon Cheerios and it's never the same and it makes it that much worse. It makes the black hole that is the taste <laughs> of Apple Jacks that much more terrifying. And... <laughs> I just wanted to taste like apple cinnamon Cheerios. Uh-huh. Apple cinnamon Cheerios got it right. Got it in one. Yeah, they did. I mean, it is good. I'm impressed by the fact that you can actually taste apple flavor. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it, it is a solid cereal. It is a go-to. It's a repeat purchase in my house, man. And here's the thing about apple cinnamon Cheerios and a thing that you have to consider sometimes when you're eating cereal. It's a good milk maker. Mm. Oh, yes. Chobani makes his apple cinnamon yogurt. Mm. And it tastes exactly like your milk after you've had your apple cinnamon Cheerios. Yeah, it's so good. Like, that's a that's a big factor, man. With the, with the, with the cereals, I mean, like you know, your cornflakes, your Cheerios, they don't make great milk, obviously, because they're not sweetened. Uh, honey nut Cheerios, sometimes the milk is a little too sweet, mm-hmm. but the apple cinnamon Cheerios milk, just just the right amount of sweetness, got that spice. Yeah, it's great. So apple cinnamon Cheerios. I mean, I didn't. I honestly didn't realize it was twenty-five years old. To be quite frank, or whatever, I didn't oh, realize yeah. it it's came because out. We're it's because we're ancient. It's because we're we are ancient humans. I just I didn't know it came out in the eighties. I feel like I've only recently discovered this flavor, maybe in the last you know five ten years. Oh, oh yeah, no, that's a that's a that's a that was a hot commercial during the the Save by the Bell guys next door oh, California Dreams. Block. Wow. Well, we didn't have cable. So, NBC, man, that was over the air. What? Saturday mornings on NBC. Come on, son. <laughs> oh, he said his signature line. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was more of a Bobby's World kind of. Uh, <clears throat> you you yeah, watched? Oh yeah, I was definitely yeah. a Fox uh, mornings, and then of course I watched. Uh, 
crap, whatever Full House was on. Was that ABC? ABC, yeah, that was Friday. Was that TGIF? It was, yeah. TGIF. 1992, multigrain Cheerios. <laughs> Which is good. Now, multigrain, we're starting to get into like they're putting a coating, mm-hmm. right? On yeah. the cereal, they've realized that they've hit they've hit pay dirt with the honey nut. Now we've got multi grain with the coating, and then 1995. And gosh, I remember this like it was yesterday. Frosted Cheerios. Frosted Cheerios is dope. Like that. Was, yeah, that was great. I love the commercials. I love everything about Frosted Cheerios. Yeah, I wanted that cereal. I wanted Frosted Cheerios. Yeah, they made you want to. And I'm surprised it took so long. For them to frost these things. Maybe they're just resistant. They're like, don't change the Cheerio. Don't change the Cheerio. Don't dynamically change the Cheerio. That's the one thing that we have is that we're not a candy cereal like everybody else. Like we've got like health components. We have multigrain. We have the apple cinnamon. We have all these other flavors that taste like things, but we don't. We're not a candy cereal, and this is the way – this is their entry into the candy cereal. Right. We know the Cheerios has like this thing for a long time. It's sort of – it's an – I feel like it's unfinished, right? It's not – it doesn't have that Clark W. Griswold food-grade varnish that's Mm -hmm. sealing the cereal. It's an unfinished, porous piece of raw – Human creation, raw selvage cereal. It's like yeah, it's like driftwood. <laughs> yeah. uh, and so you know, I think that part of the frosting and sort of topping all of these, they're starting to get away from their roots and they're starting to go mainstream. Cheerios are so mainstream now, man. <laughs> they really are. My God. So now we roll into the two thousands, and like everything, uh, it's just becoming you know sort of a space race of flavors over here. So we had two thousand five yogurt burst Cheerios, right? Have you had those? I have, yeah, I had those. I didn't really care for it that much. It wasn't. Uh, we'll get to like I eventually have a Cheerios Renaissance, and I could feel all these flavors <laughs> coming on. And uh, that I had that I had that flavor. Didn't care for it. Was not back on the Cheerios bandwagon by then. Okay, does it have like yogurt balls, or does it have like yogurt covered stuff? Like clusters, yeah. Okay, uh, 2006 fruity Cheerios. That's where I got on. That's where I oh. hopped on big. I was like, "Yeah, this is what I want. I want healthy Fruit Loops." Just so that's ex- you nailed it. That's exactly what they are. It's like Fruit Loops. It's like Fruit Loops for the adult in you. Yeah, it's like healthy Fruit Loops. Yes, I want that. Give me, give me more of that. And then that, yeah, that started it. I, I, would, I had Cheerios in my pantry every, every, <clears throat> every month, every week. I had new Cheerios in my pantry after that. 2007 Oat Cluster Crunch Cheerios. Hmm. So now these are sweetened Cheerios with the oat clusters. So it's like, so like a bunch of oats with, with Cheerios. Exactly. Uh, 2009, banana nut Cheerios. Also on board with that one. Because it tastes like banana bread. And who doesn't make banana bread? Made with banana puree. That's why it's so good. And the, and the fruity Cheerios are sweetened with fruit juice. Mm-hmm. So that's where you're getting that better flavor. 2010, chocolate Cheerios. Delicious. So good. <laughs> 2011 cinnamon burst Cheerios. Mm-hmm. Yeah, into it. Love it. Oh, those are legit. I wonder if that's a throwback to your cinnamon nut Cheerios. Mm-hmm. I, I would imagine, like with the diversification of flavors, they're just looking back. It's like we've done this before. <laughs> we know what we're doing. Bring it out of the vault, baby. <laughs> For this year only, opening up the GM vault. Right. Exactly. 2012 multi-grain peanut butter Cheerios. So good, guys. So good. Whoever's doing the flavor over at the flavorology over at the, the General Mills facility up in Minnesota, uh, the the flavor, it is so, like, good. It's so real. Yeah. It's so authentic. Yeah, it, yeah it's, I think that's important, too, because you're, 
you're not marketing these to children without discerning taste. Like you're marketing these to adults that have to justify these sweet cereals for themselves. Uh So yeah, you have to like, if you're going to make a a fruit loops for adults, you can't make it like fruit loops. It can't be just like giant pieces of, uh, of sugar cereal that you put in your mouth. You've got, it's got to have that balance. It's got to taste like it's a healthy cereal. Yeah. Oh, the peanut butter, man. It's, it literally is like you had multi-grain Cheerios, and a spoonful of peanut butter. Like, the flavor is perfect. Yeah. Great. <sighs> 2012 Dulce de Leche Cheerios. So good. So good. I haven't had them. Are they super good? Yeah, they're really good. Yeah. I thought that for a while it was just like a Southern California thing. But yeah, they are they're delicious. It's a, it can be a little sweet. It can be a little more sweet than, uh, than I'm used to for Cheerios. But yeah, it's delicious. Then we got 2013 Multigrain Cheerios Dark Chocolate Crunch. So, so good. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sounding like a broken record, but like Cheerios has been crushing it for like, you know, the last 10 years. They really are. 2014 Cheerios Protein. Also, yeah, I jumped on that bandwagon for a while too. I, uh, I mean, it was just, a, it was regular, it was like multi-grain Cheerios, but it had like a, uh, some like added protein, like clusters to it. It was great. Oh, so it's, it's cluster-based. It's not like a huge – like they don't have like a mad scientist injecting each Cheerio with like, with like pro- protein. With like beef broth. Every, every Cheerio guy sounds like, like some of the guests pumping each Cheerio with beef broth. Yeah, or it's like attached to a to a barn where they're like boiling soy down into <laughs> soy protein. Right. Uh, then I've got the last one here. Ancient Grain Cheerios. That I have not had yet, but I'm willing to try. Okay, so it's released in 2015. Sweetened Cheerios made with ancient grains like Kamut wheat, mm-hmm. spelt, mm-hmm. and quinoa. Yeah. So, what is Kamut wheat? Uh, it's an ancient grain. So they. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, they. Uh, I feel like that this is probably the most trendies of the Cheerios. Like all the other Cheerio flavors are basically like we're gonna do healthy Fruit Loops, we're gonna do oh. healthy Cocoa Puffs, we're gonna do healthy Peanut Butter Crunch, and this cereal is just like, well, there's an ancient grains movement going on. Let's yep. let's jump on that. And uh, well, I've, that's I think the Dulce de Leche. I mean, that was part. There was that was a big thing mm-hmm. a few years back. Like. Ice creams and every—I mean, everyone was doing dulce de leche. So you're right. I mean, they're they're getting on this little bandwagon right yeah. here. And I mean, this is if they're going to if you know this is kind of like Cheerios looking at the health movements and being like you know because they like you said earlier like they become gluten free like you know they also are looking at this is ancient grains is kind of a thing that that's been going on. It's kind of a movement that's been going on recently. Let's hop on that see if we can get any traction there. Seems like that they have. So those are your your major flavors. I'm sure there's some weird flavor we've completely missed. Uh, but those are your basic flavors. Here's something else that I found interesting. They also license their cereal to a lot of private labels. Is that right? I didn't know that. Aldi? Hmm. According to this source, Aldi's Crispy Oats are licensed by General Mills. So they're just like they're just regular Cheerios sold in, a, in an Aldi's box. I'm sure it's just it's probably the scraps, right? Like the whatever General Mills didn't get their hands on, they're like, I should give it to Aldi because Paul will just pick it up for a dollar ninety nine a box. So, so it's whatever falls off the conveyor belt that they don't dump into the Honey Bunches of Oats box. 
<laughs> exactly. That's right. Yep. <laughs> Whatever um, doesn't make it into that, that goes into the Aldi's box. Exactly. And I didn't know this, but um, the organic Cheerios are called Purely O's, which are a Cascadian Farm product. Hmm. Cascadian Farm is a General Mills subsidiary. Because everybody, everybody, the entire world is owned by General Mills. I mean, if I'm telling you folks, listeners out there in listening land, do a little Google search on General Mills and the brands and the companies under that umbrella. Resident Evil doesn't sound so weird <laughs> once you see how much General Mills owns. Some of America's most loved brands and mascots. Hey, by the way, you know Betty Crocker is not even a real person. Yeah, I know. It's sad, right? Oh, my God. I'm like crushed. I was like, wait, 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 wait. Betty Crocker was conceived as a fake person to write responses to mail? Yeah. And they like got like oh. a model, like an actress or something like that to like pose as Betty Crocker. <laughs> Yeah, which is just now looks like someone's grandma. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> now, now you know that it's not actually Betty Crocker. You're like, who is this person? Who is that? Oh, it's like I go to my see my uh, my in laws. My uh, my wife's grandmother still has the red hair. It's curly with the you know the pantsuit on, and I'm like, wow, this is Betty Crocker. Sweet. Yeah. Um, now I was very excited when I started reading about these top three discontinued flavors. Oh, great. They all sound amazing. So here we go. 1993. Cheerios and X's. <laughs> that is, that, that's got early 90s written all over it. Oh my God. They're like, so they're what, what is this? What are Cheerios missing? We got to find a new, a brand new thing. We got to find a good thing for, you know what the kids are into? Tic-tac-toe. Let's do that. Let's do the O's and X's. Yep. Hollywood, Hollywood Squares. It's going to be Hollywood Squares. <laughs> oh my God. That's Hollywood Squares cereal. Is Jim J. Bullock on the box? <laughs> you know, you, you hit on something that, that made me chuckle. I've always in uh, that thing you do, you know that movie? Yeah. Tom Hanks is sort of like the embodiment of I mean he's like the agent, but I feel like he's like the embodiment of like of a of like a just a, a cheese ball marketing. It's gotta be good. It's gotta be snappy. <laughs> That's like my favorite line. So yeah, tic-tac-toe shapes. Yeah. And it was it, the whole thing was marketed as limited time. It was designed to be a temporary limited release. Mm-hmm. It came with a detachable game board on the box. Wow. So you could play tic-tac-toe with your disgusting, grimy fingers and then scrape them off that cardboard box, <laughs> put them in your bowl, top them with some milk. Uh-huh. And then get sick afterwards. I wonder if that cereal had actually gone on to do anything. If people were just like, yeah, O's and X's, O's and X's. What if they just, if they would make a cereal and be like, oops, all X's. (laughs) This all X cereal condones pornography (laughs) to my son. I will not have him eat triple X cereal. That's that's probably why. That's, That's probably why oops, all X's never made it. Mm-hmm. Well, then they tried to do a triple X tie-in, mm-hmm. and Vin Diesel's like, "Hell no, I'm a Kellogg's man." <laughs> um, me and me and the Tiger, we doing it. Me and Tony. That's right. <laughs> the only reason why I I'm here today me is Tiger. Tony. <laughs> <laughs> then 1996, Atlanta Olympics tie-in. Hmm. Team USA Cheerios. I. I lived in Atlanta in 1996. I don't recall that cereal. It was, so it was the Team USA Cheerios. Then it was called Team Cheerios after the Olympics with a special championship blend 
of regular Cheerios, Frosted Cheerios, and Brown Sugar Cheerios. That, that I remember. I remember Team Cheerios. Yes. There you go. You that remember that flavor. Sense. Yes. Team Cheerios. Uh, yeah. I, the Brown Sugar. <laughs> why do they not have a Brown Sugar Cheerio? I don't know. They should. It's, it was delicious. Uh, I did a little digging. There is a Facebook group out there to work to get this flavor to come back. Oh, sure. I'm sure. I don't imagine. There's, there's something for everything. There, there is something for everyone. Team Cheerios, man. So then this next one, oh my God. Like it's it just, it makes me just my skin crawl just thinking about it. Um, if you want to talk about the most ridiculous fad of at least our lives, if not the entire Western world. 1999 to 2000, millennials. <laughs> is that, I mean, did it have anything special about it or did it rename like some Cheerios boxes millennials? So they had, it was brown sugar O's and they had two shapes. So you could spoon, according to the front of the box, you could spoon a 2000. Oh my goodness. Okay, so it gets better. It gets better. I have a press release from September 8th, 1999. Oh, good. This would be great. Uh, I'm going to paraphrase or skip around because the whole thing is brutal. And it's for a good cause, but still, it's, it's... So Nick and I work in this field, but it's just like these marketing people. It's just like so brutal. It's just so... Here's the headline. Dick Clark... Quote, counts down to introduce the, quote, official serial of the millennium in Times Square. <laughs> Today, hundreds of New Yorkers, hundreds <laughs> of New Yorkers. <laughs> hundreds of New Yorkers. We only were able to find a hundred or so. The people that were too tired of jumping up and down from row 12 at the Today Show window. (laughs) Today, hundreds of New Yorkers, Dick Clark, and a giant New Year's ball were in Times Square for a pre-New Year's Eve countdown. It's September 8th. Pre-New Year's Eve? What? Countdown to introduce Millennials. The official serial of the millennium. I could totally see them like the, like uh, the Cheerios vulturing the back row of the Today Show crowd, just being like tapping them on the shoulder, and be like, "Hey, why don't you look over here for a second? <laughs> you can't. Do you like cereal? You, Do you like Dick Clark? You, well, come on over, kids. You can't see them anyway. Just come <laughs> over here for a little bit. So they did a whole. They dropped a ball. Confetti came down. They op- the ball opened. Mm. To reveal the limited edition Millennials box. <clears throat> so they've got some quotes. And so what they did is, you know, they did a big thing where uh, they got celebrities to sign Millennials boxes for an auction for like Big Brother, Big Sister and stuff like that. So that's great. That's very nice. Yeah. And it said, beginning today, <laughs> people can log on to www.ebay.com <laughs> to participate in the auction. All right. So... um it's just, you know, it had a, a metallic uh, ink, you know, on the box. Mm-hmm. And the eye-catching interactive box is designed to become a time capsule. The that can be used box. 
that can be used to store extraordinary memories of special people, places, and things. There's also a place on the box to record predictions for the next millennium, as well as a place to note, where were you on December 31st, 1999 at 11.59 p.m.? So it's getting better. It only gets better. Oh, so I'm just picturing like people being like, I'm going to bury this millennials box in my yard. <laughs> oh no, it's gone. <laughs> oh, oh no, it's, it's decayed over 15 years of sitting in somebody's backyard. <laughs> By the way, time capsules were always such a big thing, like in elementary school. Mm-hmm. And I love now that so many TV shows sort of make fun of the idea, like, oh, we buried this time capsule. Oh, cool. I got a mini disc player in here. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, it's just terrible. Whoa, look at this laser disc that I have. Oh, dude. I had to explain to somebody at work literally two days ago what a laser disc was. Oh, I was like, yeah, it's like laser disc. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, no, ha, ha. Like, no, it's a laser disc. And I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, so before laser, before DVDs, after video cassettes, there was laser disc. And it was basically a DVD the size of a record. Five seconds of silence. Okay, so a record <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> was. Be- <laughs> and, then, and then you're like, it's like, it was like the Betamax of digital th- formats. What's a Betamax? All right. Yeah. Anyway, right. So. I've got th- three pieces highlighted here. I mean, that th- we haven't even touched what I thought was the best part of this press release. I mean, this press release is gold. Oh. I want to know who did it because, you know, when I get famous and my life spirals out of control, I want them to help me out. <laughs> um, as part of the Millennials introduction, General Mills has posted a billboard in Times Square for the first time ever. Located on the rounder above the Marriott Marquis Hotel, the more than 1.5 million people who pass by every day will be asked, is your cereal bowl Y2K ready? (laughs) (laughs) I just want to die. Like, you know, back then it was so cool. It was was like full house. It was so cool. It was awesome. It It was rad. And now you're just like, oh, anytime I hear Y2K, I just like, I, you know, the pe- you know you've got the people that that bought into the bomb shelters mm-hmm. in the sixties and seventies. Yeah, yeah. That's you know. So so for my parents, you know, they always used to joke about oh, this, you know, what, what is that? And that guy's oh, this guy bought a bomb shelter during the Cold War. This guy's nuts. I feel that way about Y two K people. Oh yeah, there are a Bay of Pigs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Airplanes are going to fall out of the sky. Yeah. Okay, here's a quote. From the vice president of the Cheerios Cereal Division. Cheerios Cereal Division. The introduction of Millennials is a once-in-a-lifetime event that begged for a first at General Mills Marketing. Yeah, here's the thing. Here's the always the problem with Millennials. <laughs> is that Cheerios does it's not a fanfare kind of cereal. It's, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's not a cereal that deserves a lot of like celebration and like, you know, champagne and uh, you know, you know, party poppers or anything. It's it's a bland cereal, guys. It's a, it's a, oat it's O's there, oats in the shape of O's. That's what they are. It, you don't like if you if you you are overselling. You are overpromising. <laughs> if you have your Cheerios fall out of a giant ball from the sky. You're, I mean, you're over-promising I, and under-delivering. Do I have to quote this vice president one more time? 
that the introduction of Millennials is a once-in-a-lifetime event that begged for a first in General Mills marketing. Oh, and then the, my favorite is the follow-up line here. The high traffic in Times Square, coupled with the excitement generated by this event, made the decision to post a billboard a logical choice for us. Logical. <sighs> it was a logical choice for them. All right. Here is my uh, favorite line. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's it's a it's a toss up between this one and the Y two K line. <laughs> Millennials is a limited edition, once in a lifetime cereal manufactured by General Mills, the maker of Cheerios. Millennials, <laughs> millennials, millennials will hit grocery store shelves beginning September twentieth, and are expected to be sold out by January first, two thousand. I mean, the the just the confidence. This this Super vice president confident. of the Cheerios division. I mean, he is just like, if I see one box on January second, I'm burning that grocery store to the ground. Oh, and that's great! <laughs> right. Oh man, it was awesome, and it was uh, sold at a retail value of two dollars and forty nine cents. Those are your Cheerios, man. It's a classic cereal. It's still, you know, except for, except for the the gluten removal. The the original recipe is is pretty much still the same. I mean, yellow box. Comes and goes, Bullwinkle, Rocky, Hibbity Hobbity, Dick Clark. It's a good cereal, man. It's a good solid cereal that's you know lasted the test of time, man. Mm-hmm. I hope they sort of slow down this exactly. this flavor, this flavor thing they're doing, and really just hone in on those key those key products. But at the same time, every mm-hmm. new flavor they roll out. You know, it is a pre- it's pretty good. I mean, they're they're really doing a good job with. Yeah, the- that's the, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, you kind of you kind of don't want there to be too much flavor diversity, but at the same time, they keep rolling out flavors that are just like they're really good. Yeah, it's like don't dilute the brand, but every single one they hit, uh, they make is it's like a double or a triple, if not a home run. I mean, it's just a good. It's not like Fanta, where it's like, well, yeah. this will make a pineapple Fanta. All right, but how about Cherry Fanta? All right, how about Grape Fanta? It's like, oh my God, guys, I, I'm going to predict what you do next. And they never did Grapefruit. I um, did not know that you had an opinion on Fanta. Well, that's the thing. Original Cheerios is always going to have a place. Like, you know, it's always going to be for, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be the standby healthy cereal that, you know, that you have if you've had heart trouble or if you want to have, you know, better heart health. It's always going to be that standby cereal for infants to kind of gnaw on while they're uh, sitting in their, uh, their high chairs. And that's the thing that people that are buying these new flavors are not buying Cheerios. Like they weren't buying Cheerios before. Like all these new flavors are for other people. And uh, I just. It's like us. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We weren't buying Cheerios. That's a good point, Nick. Boy, you know what, guys? Nick just brings it all right back to the ground, doesn't he? Just puts it right in a little bow, little box, gift tag. Hey, here's some information to Paul from Nick. <laughs> Do you ever uh, put half and half on cereal when you run out of milk? <laughs> no, I'm not that crazy. I'm not oh that crazy. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Oh, it's like, you know, that's like in Requiem for a Dream, every time they take a hit, say, you know, like that super cut. I was <laughs> yes, gonna say, it's, 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 it's just like, it's that. like, that's probably why I don't do it, because if I start, I'll never be able to stop. I have. You're like. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the, the milk residue is incredible. You know, you, I mean, it's going to, you, you know, if you kept doing that, you would turn into like a junkie. Like you're, you know, you've got a box of cereal and you're like in a gas station, like hoarding those little creamer packets and you're just like peeling them. Open. It's like, don't look at me. And you're like peeling them open and like dumping them on the cereal. Oh, 
I, uh, but every time I have to do the half and half, it's, it's the best. Oh my God. But then you need a nap afterwards. <laughs> so this has been Serial, a podcast that compares Serial and half and half to heroin and crack. <laughs> it's not far off. Hey, don't forget General Mills. Don't forget to give us that sweet money, okay? We're just joking about the crack stuff. Thank you for listening to the Super Serial Podcast. You can subscribe to us on any of the major podcast distributors, including iTunes. And if you could uh, give us actually a rating on iTunes, that would help us out a lot. Just like CNC728 did, gave us a five-star rating. Just follow her lead. She, uh, she did great. You can also find us on Stitcher and on Google Play Music. And also you can find us on any of the major social networks. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on uh, Tumblr. Uh, we'll probably be on Tinder at some point. <laughs> if there's a serial social network out there, I would imagine you can find us there. Maybe we'll go on Dish. I don't know. Uh, I'll talk to Hannah Hart about it. Uh, we're, we're close personal friends. Uh, but thank you again uh, for listening to the Super Zero Podcast. This is Paul. This is Nick. And this has been Serial. 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 Serial.